This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. 2017 is going to be a volatile economic year. We may see politicians throughout the world attempting to control central bank policies. Several renowned financial analysts have warned that political interference in central bank policies may mean our economic misses of inflation and growth targets. Gold is an international currency that can't be issued or controlled by governments. If you don't have the only hard currency that has outlasted every politician and every failed idea of governments for centuries, you need to speak to Goldline right now and learn how easy it is to add gold to your portfolio or IRA. Now is the time to diversify your financial portfolio by adding gold. Call 1-800-913-GOLD. Buying real gold is easy and fast at Goldline. And you're going to be happy that you finally made the call. 1-800-913-4653. Goldline also offers price protection against short-term market fluctuations on qualifying purchases. So buy with confidence. Read Goldline's important risk information and find out if buying gold is right for you. Call Goldline. 1-800-913-4653. 653. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Badges. I don't have to show you any stinking badges. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. It's fun to break the law. It's funny. It's encouraged among left-wingers. You don't believe me? Have a listen to this over at MSNBS. Listen we know there's no audit. Can't the IRS, they claim the IRS, can't the IRS just make a statement, yeah. he's not under audit. Just make the announcement. He, he, he can't somebody, care. by the way, that would be a good leak. He's somebody from the IRS, yeah. just leak it. People have been inviting the IRS people to do that for months now. <laughs> have they? And to their credit, so far they haven't. And there's, there's no consequence. I thought they were all liberals over there. Why doesn't somebody leak? They might actually believe in the ethics of their job. Oh, yeah, the ethics of their job, Chris Matthews. All that, that all went out the door with Obama, right, Chris Matthews? The guy that gave you a thrill up your leg, that guy. That, all those ethics in government just went out the window. Yeah. Hey, hey, Chris Matthews, wouldn't it be funny if somebody leaked out Obama's original birth certificate? Wouldn't that be funny? <laughs> I know. Come on, wouldn't that be great? We know that... that uh, I just, this is, it's, it's delusional. They're, they, they just hate Donald Trump to the point to where you've got a guy who works an alleged news network who uh, says, hey, yeah, wouldn't it be great if the IRS just leaked his tax returns? Wouldn't that be just great? It's, it's amazing what they get away with, folks. Welcome back. It's the Chris Salcedo Show. Hour two underway here. Let me let me be a little more specific about what, what I was talking about at the end of last hour. Look, I if what Bill O'Reilly was alleged to have done, and I don't know, I don't work in the building. I know folks who have, and I can confirm to you there's smoke there. I don't know if there's fire there. I was just informed by a text from our very own Mary Ramirez that there's a hit piece out there on Sean now, which I don't find credible whatsoever. There's a hit piece out on Tucker, which I don't find credible whatsoever. But see now, now with the success of this New York Times hit piece, which was, can you call that news? These are incidents that have happened years, maybe decades ago, and they just compile them all 
into a story and call it news and then run with it. And then if these things had happened in the past, and we knew about issues of Mr. O'Reilly and settlements in the past. I certainly knew about them. And left-wingers had tried to get him thrown out before because of them. Why didn't the sponsors bail back then? Hmm? I am not saying that I know at all that this happened. But to have the, the deck of cards fall, the dominoes fall, in sequential order. Hit piece, sponsors leave, O'Reilly. The only way they could, Bill O'Reilly bills 100, it's rumored anyway, $100 million a year over there at Fox. Only way that someone was going to get rid of him, whether he committed a provable, demonstrable crime, or uh, his sponsorship started drying up and he wasn't bringing in the money. He was doing all of that. Ratings were high, money was still coming in, and then this hit piece in the New York Times hit. And then magically, all the sponsors who had stayed with him throughout all the years in the past, when these allegations came out before, all of a sudden, these sponsors just were going away. It, From my experience, it seems a little too neat and tidy for me. And something in my gut says this smells funny. And I, sorry, I smell liberals. I smell left-wing extremists. I I smell those who want to institutionalize left-wing bias in news. That's, my gut is telling me that. And it could be the trend, and and it it may not be. I, I could be... I could be completely off base. The Murdoch sons, even though they give to Democrats and they support Democrats and they share, well, I don't even know what their opinion of Donald Trump is. But they support one side of the political aisle. They could be Tim Russert. For all I know, they could be, you know what? Yes, we are Democrats, but we believe in a fair and balanced presentation That could be the case. Experience tells me this generation of liberals doesn't have the integrity of Tim Russert. They just don't. I don't know the Murdoch son's background, whether they actually have a background in journalism or not. Or whether they give a damn about fair and balanced coverage. And you know, the Democrat side of the equation... Um, not really wedded to that much money. I mean, they, they, they subscribe to the Obama philosophy, which said, well, you know, you can, you, there, there's only so much money you can make. At some point, there's got to be enough. And uh, let, let the government tell you how much you should be able to make. And when you've reached what the government thinks is your limit of making money, there are folks who believe like that. Is that the Rupert Murdoch sons? I don't know. I fear it may be. Now, I don't think Megyn Kelly was was part of all this. 
By the way, speaking of Megyn Kelly, did you guys hear what Bannon did? Oh, man. Bannon, let me see if I can find this. Hold on. Uh, Bannon um, does a, an interview with the Daily UK Mail. Uh, Daily UK Mail. Um, he granted them an interview in which it is said, he, well, he. this is what he told the, the UK Daily Mail, that he had told Roger Ailes, here it is, that Megyn Kelly was the devil. Uh, quote, she, she's the devil and she will turn on you. Steve Bannon reveals that he warned Roger Ailes about Megyn Kelly and told the former Fox News CEO that his network star would betray him. Steve Bannon says that in a piece published today in the Daily UK Mail. I haven't even put this up on the Facebook page yet. Uh, I, I think that Megyn Kelly was, was going to be allowed to be part of the new guard. She threw the monkey wrench into, the, into that new guard equation because she, she just wanted to test, for, to, to use a sports metaphor here, folks, she wanted to test free agency. And trust me, NBC could use her. I'm a, I'm a Megyn Kelly fan. I, I've been on her show, and I've, I've, I've always liked her, and, she, and her people always treated me wonderfully. So I, um, I don't know that she was part of this, this whole thing. But uh, Steve Bannon says in an interview that uh, he told the Fox News Roger CEO Megyn Kelly would betray him back in August of 2015. Ailes was out at Fox News a year later after Kelly told Rupert Murdoch the CEO might actually be a predator during a network's sex harassment investigation. President Trump's chief strategist reveals that he took issue with Ailes and Fox News after Kelly went after his boss in the first Republican primary debate. The big rift between Breitbart and Fox was all over Megyn Kelly. She was all over Trump nonstop, says Bannon. And I don't know that's the case. As a matter of fact, I, you know what, folks? I can attest to you. That wasn't the case. The folks on, on Megyn Kelly's show reached out to me on several occasions. And even though I was... Now, I became a, a, a staunch Trump supporter when it came down to him and Hillary. But you remember the Chris Salcedo show during the primaries... We were calling balls and strikes. I refused to demonize Trump unfairly. And so they they had labeled me a Trump supporter over there at the Kelly file. And I and I remember having this conversation with with one of their producers. I think it was an email. I said, look, um, I just want to be very clear. I am not going to attack Donald Trump unless it's warranted. But I you know, I'm staying neutral in the primaries. And they said okay, and, say, and I and I think it was on three or three or four times on the, on the Kelly file. And again, they couldn't have been nicer. They knew where I stood, and um, I I do not think that Megyn Kelly was targeting Trump. In fact, I know the Kelly file producers went out of their way to find individuals who would support Trump, 
as you know, even though, okay, Chris, we're not going to ask you to endorse, but do you support this policy he's proposing? They went out of their way. So I, I understand how this might have looked from Bannon's perspective. I'm not, I'm not saying that Bannon's trying to be dishonest here. I just understand how it looks from his, from his point of view being part of the Trump campaign. But I can, I can tell you folks that the Kelly file and the folks over at Fox, uh, they bent over backwards to try to find folks to come on and give the Trump perspective. At least that was my experience. I can tell you that. Coming up, Elizabeth Warren, uh, the fruitcake, is, is at it again. We'll talk about some sanctuary city issues and this, uh, well, what do you call him, a dreamer? who's allegedly been deported by Trump uh, for, for stepping out of line. He says he was thrown out of the country. I have more than a few things to say about that. Coming up, it's the Salcedo Show here on The Blaze. Keep up with The Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on The Blaze Radio Network. Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house? Hi, I'm Joan London. Listen, I know how difficult it is to find senior care for someone you love. That's why I recommend a free service called A Place for Mom. They are the nation's largest senior living referral service. Call A Place for Mom today. To receive free information on senior living communities in your area, call A Place for Mom at 1-800-803-6951. The Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Uh, we posted up the article from the UK Mail up on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. You folks want to check it out. Again, the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook. Uh, you'll also get blasted on Twitter with that link. Uh, the Twitter handle is at Chris Salcedo TX at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X as in Texas. It happened again, folks. Another viral video of some, a passenger on an airplane. This one turned out a little different than the, than the last one. This one actually happened in the state in which I'm broadcasting, in, in Texas, San Antonio. And this woman, it was like watching an episode of an uncensored episode of The Chappelle Show. <laughs> she was funny. She was funny, but she was being escorted off the plane. Uh, this is how it all went down. I said, do you know how many hours we've been waiting to leave? We're having fun. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just, I didn't tell her that. Now, the, the plane apparently has been delayed. They've been sitting there for, well, she seems to indicate they've been there for hours. And the airline was not named in this, uh, in this online posting. Well, you might want to correct me because I'm not daddy. Now, you can, you can come on here with it because that dude that got beat up <laughs> <laughs> do you guys hear what she said that dude who got beat up and she's talking about the united guy right that dude that got beat up ain't gonna be me now they've already told her at this point she needs to get off the plane and she refuses so the cops haven't showed up yet and they end up having to show up and say look the captain wants you off the plane but she that dude on united 
That ain't gonna be me. And, you know, a couple of expletives thrown in there. <laughs> and listen, the folks are laughing at me. Here for a long time. These mother- crazy. She's gonna be with my husband. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then you already. I said, hold on. What, what did you tell her? Why didn't you tell her anything? So she just came back here and lied on you. I asked you about a drink and you talking about what type of drink. So what you gonna say next? That I'm drunk? I ain't drink nothing today. Find a reason to put me off this plane. Find a reason. She, she's under the false impression that the captain needs a reason. Captain, now, now, granted, he's got company guidelines, but if if the captain is at all uncomfortable with you being on that plane, you're gone. You're you're off. You don't have a right to be on that plane. Um, that's the dirty little secret that the airlines don't want you to know. It's a private company. You don't have a right to fly with them. We'd all do well to remember that. Better find a reason because I'm already pissed. Sure. What? Blame it on Trump. <laughs> and then she starts blaming the president. This is Trump's fault. <laughs> Such a charming individual. I can't imagine why anybody wouldn't want her on the plane. And I was just funny, but come on. Uh, you guys heard about this, this illegal alien who was, uh, allowed to stay in the country. He's a dreamer, uh, brought here so young that he was not old enough to know the difference between right and wrong. And so for all intents and purposes, he was raised as an American and he was told that he could stay by resident Obama against the law. And, uh, Here is Fox News Channel breaking down this case. We have two totally different stories in this case. On one hand, the dreamer basically says he was tossed over the border back to Mexico without cause or due process, despite his protected legal status. On the other, you have the federal government saying that Juan Manuel Montes blew it, that he had the freedom to live and work in the U.S. and likely a shot at legal residency and threw it away for a pleasure trip to Mexico. So here are the two stories. Now, wait a minute. The pleasure trip to Mexico. You know, it's not a good idea if you're an illegal alien under DACA to leave the country and then just assume you can come back in. You're not an American citizen. And if you're stopped and all of a sudden the rules and the laws are being enforced once again, probably not a good idea to go party it up in Mexico. Montez claims that he's having lunch with a friend on the U.S. side of the border when he was confronted by a Border Patrol agent. When he couldn't immediately produce his DACA ID, he claims he was detained and deported. I don't, folks, I don't buy this whatsoever. Border Patrol agents don't go canvassing around cafes looking for people to ask for their papers. They don't do it. It doesn't happen. Not even in the era of Trump. It doesn't happen. This kid did something stupid thinking that, oh, it's just like in the era of Obama. Well, we got a new president. What? Goes over to Mexico and then is stopped on his way back in. Wait a minute. You're not a citizen. I, no, I'm a, I'm protected. I'm DACA. I'm the DACA. I'm Obama's DACA. Well, Obama ain't president anymore, cuckoo. 
Homeland Security says that is a lie. And I'm quoting, there are no records or evidence to support Monty's claim that he was detained or taken to the Calexico port of entry on February 18th. Instead, officials say that Montes was already in Mexico when they caught him a day later trying to sneak in by climbing over a fence. The bottom line, there are cameras on both sides of the border, and if he was indeed deported involuntarily, there's going to be video, paper trail, logs, radio calls, and probably witnesses. Yeah, and I can hardly wait to those videos are produced that show Mr. Montes trying to get back in the country climbing a fence and show no all the left-wingers are losing their minds right now because this dreamer wasn't allowed back in the country. Montez is suing to return. The federal judge hearing that case, as you said, is Gonzalo Curiel. Recall he handled the Trump University litigation. Candidate Trump said he couldn't be ejected because of his Mexican heritage, even though he was born in Indiana. I am told, Martha, as a federal judge in San Diego, half his cases are probably immigration related and he should not have a hard time being unbiased. You guys remember Mr. Curiel, right? We, we were filling in uh, on Dana's uh, TV program. And I talked about how Mr. Curiel has uh, entanglements and associations with La Raza, the extremist left-wing anti-American Latino group that believes, you know, parts of the desert southwest belong to Mexico. You know those folks? Anywho, uh, Judge Curiel, who was handling Trump's case, um, made all that hubbub during the election. He's going to be handling this case. That's just kind of interesting. Mary Ramirez up next on The Salcedo Show. Stay with me. The Chris Salcedo Show. We'll be right back. The Blaze Radio Network. This is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Oh, if you all could just hear the conversation that me and the ladies have uh, off the air. Uh, speaking of ladies, Mary Ramirez joining me right now, along with uh, along with producer Ellie. Uh, hey, Mary, welcome back. Hello, hello. Okay, Thanks well, for having me. Two, you know, well, let's let's just clue the folks in on what we were talking. We we're talking about O'Reilly, <laughs> and uh, and how in some in some precincts in some areas. It gets it gets pretty silly, whereas, you know, you, you compliment, hey, you look very nice today. Sexual harassment, sexual harassment. It gets to be that absurd, right? Mm-hmm. And, and then I was talking with a buddy of mine in Houston today on his show and um, on, on the Houston station, and it brought up the fact, and I brought up this thing that I raised yesterday about how I had heard that it's common practice when Roger Ailes was the head of over at Fox. And if you wanted to get a contract done or you wanted to get, you know, a meeting with a boss, in other words, that some ladies said, well, I better put on my, my Sunday best. You know, uh, uh, Roger Ailes likes that kind of thing, whether it be a short skirt or, you know, a, a rather flattering outfit. Let's put it that way. And, and, and I was talking with a, a, a young woman, her name is Jessica Cologne, on on the KSEV station, and she said, well, you know, women shouldn't have to resort to that kind of thing to get ahead. And I said, well, it's, it, that's, that's true. I, I'm not saying that that, that's, that should be the way it is. I'm, I'm just saying that some women know that they have assets, if you will, and, and are, not, are not shy about using them. But I said, but, but still, you know, it's, it's not every case 
because yeah, Rosie O'Donnell's still getting work. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm just saying. All right, so uh, she's she's an easy target, a left wing coup. Come on. Uh, in fairness, yeah. Mary Ramirez, welcome back, and I'm glad you've tuned in uh, to the program today, folks. And Mary has not one but two offerings to to bring to us today. So go ahead, Mary, fire off. Number one. I did. I do, Chris. We've got bomber jackets and, and Bill O'Reilly. So what do, what do you want to start with? <laughs> I'm going to start with the, the less controversial bomber jackets. Yeah. So actually, for the for the audience's edification, I you know I'll I'll text Chris with, with what I'm going to write about. Hey, this is the topic I'm doing. Here's what's going to be up today. Just you know, so he knows. And and I said, Chris, today it's bomber jackets and Bill O'Reilly. And I get this text message <clears throat> back and bomber jackets. What? <laughs> I thought she was going to do a. I thought no. I thought you were going to do a fashion article. Bomber jackets are now back in. And I sure. And so I had no idea what you were talking about because apparently I'm not a left wing nutcase. <laughs> That's true. And whereas I like to go through and, and see what the left wing nutcases are writing about on a week to week basis, and I came across Some, something sort of crazy. Somebody and, has to do it. And um, but anyway, so this week, just to preface this, this week is the 75th anniversary of, of the Doolittle bombing raid on, on Tokyo, um, which was the retaliation for uh, for Pearl Harbor. So I'm reading about this, and as I'm reading about that, I, I came across. An article, and I'll, I'll tie back to Doolittle in a second, but I came across this article on Salon.com, which I know, liberal rag, um, but this article made fun of Vice President Mike Pence, among other things and other people, for the bomber jacket. I don't know if you saw this, Chris, but the bomber jacket that he wore at the DMZ or the demilitarized zone in oh, yeah. Korea. I saw that. You know, they, they were mocking Pence because he was looking... He he had he was squinty eyed and he had nothing he had no smiles for the communists over there across right. the the DMZ and yeah I saw I saw the jacket I, I I didn't think anything of it I just said hey, he's wearing an, he's wearing a cool bomber jacket out there and staring down the commies I kind of loved it to be honest when I saw it I, I it, it actually made me feel patriotic because this is again think about what we've had the last eight years we've had you know Barack Obama on his bicycle and his mom jeans yeah, mom jeans <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly we've got Mike Pence standing there and staring down the North Koreans well so this article says this is a, a quote from the piece there they were all dressed up in their bomber jackets projecting American power and showing resolve and establishing our strategic footprint but they but they looked like what they were toy soldiers playing at war and what war were they playing at that's the problem isn't it dress up war by photo so they're making fun of, of what he was doing. And, and the piece goes on to allege that the bombing in Syria and Afghanistan, that those two things were just as frivolous and photo oppy. And, um, you know, what was going through my what? head was... Photo oppy? So, so punishing a dictator for using <laughs> chemical weapons that have yeah. been banned by the civilized world for nearly a century. Yep. Oh, that's photo oppy. Oh, so, so right. President Obama sitting on his... His derriere for the last eight years and allowing all rampant uh, 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 the, these dictators to run rampant across the globe. Oh, that was real power. Okay, right. got, gotcha. The last eight years. What? We've had the president spend, spending his time apologizing what? to the world, bowing to foreign leaders, and as I said, being photographed like he's looking like he's heading to some babysitting gig. You know, that's the message that we sent these you last eight you years. You see him throw his baseball? Do you see him throw a baseball? No, oh gosh. No, it's it's something to see. You got you got to pull that Pretty up. Sad. Oh yeah, I, mean, I will. Like, Ur- Urkel throws a more powerful fastball than Obama. Oh my gosh, doesn't surprise me. Anywho, but, but go yeah, ahead. so that's that's the message that we sent the last eight years. Of course, that's the world we have today. And so again, back to Doolittle. Okay, back to the the seventy fifth anniversary. That raid wasn't meant to destroy Tokyo. They knew that they weren't going to destroy Tokyo or destroy the Japanese army. It was meant to send a double edged message, and that was to Japan. 
you attacked us and we're retaliating. This is the response. And to the boys back home, we can do it. We can attack mainland Japan. We mean business. And that's exactly what the Syrian bombing, what the Moab, and yes, the serious stance and the bomber jacket at the DMZ, that's what those things are intended to do, to send a message that we're, we are shifting our stance as Americans. We're getting serious about the real issues in the world. All so right. that's piece number one. Okay, that's piece number one. I, I have something to offer, folks. Uh, Tucker Carlson is taking over Bill O'Reilly's slot on the Fox News Channel, as many of you know by now. His first interview is going to be with um, Transgender. Really? Tra- yep, Transgender will be... Uh, and folk, for those of you new to the program, we don't say that in a besmirching way. Uh, we, it's just sometimes we get into pronoun trouble when you're talking about someone who was a man, who is now a woman, and yada, yada, yada. And, and you know what? I, still, chromosomally, it's, it, see, there you go. See, I get into trouble with say, the pronouns. See, see, this is the reason why we say transgender, because it just, it just everybody knows who I'm talking about. It takes about. away the problems. There exactly. It takes away all the pronoun problems. So anyway, uh, Tucker Carlson's featured uh, interview, uh, his first night in uh, Bill O'Reilly's former time slot, will be transgender. There you go. Interesting. And that goes into your piece about Mr. O'Reilly. It does. It absolutely does. I I wrote about Bill O'Reilly this week. And, of course, in in case everyone's been in a bit of a cave these last few days, um, Bill O'Reilly was dethroned, of course, at Fox over the sexual, sexual harassment allegations. And I don't know if he did or didn't it's really immaterial to to my piece and you know chris you kind of alluded to what i'm about to say earlier you know bill o'reilly was targeted exclusively now i'm sorry not targeted exclusively because of something he may have done i don't again i don't know if he did it he was targeted because he's bill o'reilly the number one conservative cable news pundit on the planet and as you just mentioned we're now seeing hit pieces on sean hannity and and tucker carlson i saw that the, the tucker carlson one like within moments of Bill O'Reilly being ousted at Fox, which is interesting. And that one came from, um, I believe the Carlson one came from Media Matters. But anyway, here's the point of the piece. If the left can bring down Bill O'Reilly, and I do believe that's what happened here, because as you noted, these are allegations that are years old, and all of a sudden coming to the forefront and and suddenly causing all these issues. If the left can bring down Bill O'Reilly, they can bring anyone down at all. And so I thought, you know what, this is a chance for us conservatives, whether we're pundits, politicians, commentators, whatever, out there trying to speak up against left-wing propaganda to learn a lesson about exactly the type of fight that we're in. And the ideas or the things that I laid forth in the piece are not revolutionary or new, but we need to be reminded of them in the context of what's going on. Because again, the left just claimed Bill O'Reilly's scalp for crying out loud, you know? So Mm. for example, we're dealing with a crowd that does not fight on the battlefield of ideas. So don't expect to. I'm not saying that we lower our standards or stop speaking in facts, but just understand that they're not going to fight on the battlefield of, of ideas. It's like little kids on a playground, right, where they're fighting and one of them finally gets so frustrated that they're not winning the argument that they just shove the other kid down, right? Before, or, or, you know, they, or, they, or they throw Molotov cocktails and prevent them from speaking. <laughs> exactly. Like exactly. Berkeley, That's what yes. they do when they get older. Yes. Right. So, you know, we, we, we need to understand the crowd that we're dealing with. And, and I talk about that in, in, in different ways in the piece. But another thing I, will, I really want to drive home, I, I, I hope everyone is trying to live a noble and moral life because that's the right thing to do. It's leftist propaganda. It will. So, you know, keep it clean. Keep it clean. <laughs> we, we don't need to give them any ammunition at all because it will be used and again i'm hoping 
everyone's living a good and noble life because that's the right thing to do. But I, I realize that's not everyone. So just it's going to hurt your message. Yeah. If you're doing things that are untoward, it's going to come back. Never hurts you. them. You notice that? Never, never hurts a little. It's interesting. And, you know, Rush Limbaugh pointed that out yesterday. Did you hear that? I didn't know. He I didn't said, hear. Uh, uh, where have you... See, I am. I, I am. I start off the program saying I'm. I love it when I'm in sync with Glenn. Love it when I'm in sync with Rush. It's. 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 It's good. Yeah. But again, they. They. They never get punished for for disparageable. No. Uh, disparageable. Disparaging uh, uh, comments they make. They never get in trouble for uh, reprehensible behavior uh, because the the left that that's what they stand for. Those things they, they ne- stand for. They never get in trouble for hypocrisy. One of the things Rush Limbaugh pointed out was that one of the women accusing Bill O'Reilly of, of misconduct dated Anthony Weiner for crying out loud. I mean, talk about a judge of character. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's just, it's, it's yeah, insane. That was Kirsten, but, Kirsten yeah. Powers, right? Yeah. Yeah, um, Ex- yeah exactly. You know, right. and, and uh, he, I brought this up yesterday that the, the woman who said that Bill O'Reilly called her hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why is it permissible for Ray Nagin to declare an entire city a chocolate city? And nobody precisely bats, nobody bats an eyelash, but but allegedly Bill O'Reilly says, "Hey, you're hot chocolate," uh, and that's right. and that's somehow inappropriate. I mean, I, I, maybe it is, but I, I'm, it depends on what you know how he was saying. But the and, standards hey, are different. Yeah, exactly. Is exactly. your point is whether or not it's right or wrong on either side? We're going to assume it's wrong. Okay, it, it, the standards are different for Absolutely. both sides. Absolutely. I was going to say something. So. Oh, by the way. You said the left brought down Bill O'Reilly. You're not, you're not entirely wrong. Uh, it, but if my theory holds true, it was the left inside of Fox. I, I would agree with you there. I, yeah. I don't, well, I don't know. I, I, I don't, I'm just, I'm, this is what worries I me. Think, this is what worries me. Uh, look, the, these, these son, I, I mean, I know Rupert Murdoch and I know his track record. I don't know these kids. And right. I don't, and I call them kids. They're probably uh, a little bit younger than me, but but again, I don't know what their business philosophy is. I don't know what their experience with with uh, journalism is, and I don't know what their their philosophy is. I do know that they're donors to the Democrat Party, and I do know they're Hillary Clinton supporters, and that sends I, up red flags like nobody's business to me. I, I do think it's a combination of several things. I think it's possibly that. I think it's, as Glenn pointed out on his show a few days ago, you've got media matters involved, you know, and mm. they've been after Fox News for quite some time because mm. if you take Fox News down, as you pointed out earlier, what do you have left precisely? And again, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's like Donald Trump. The only, the only person that can really ruin his reputation with his base is him. Same thing with right. Fox. They, 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 mm-hmm. Nobody on the out, CNN can't touch them, MSNBS can't touch them. The only thing that could bring down Fox are folks from within. And I'm not right. sure what the, the new Rupert son, uh, the new Murdoch sons, what their agenda is. Uh, Mary, where can folks find your two offerings this, this week? Yeah, absolutely. Head over to my blog, afuturefree.com, and it's why the bomber jackets matter and other truths, as well as what we conservatives need to learn about, or from Bill O'Reilly, rather. There you go. All right, uh, at futurefree.com, and we will retweet that out on the Chris Salcedo Show Twitter account. Thank you, lady. Appreciate it. Have a great weekend. Thanks, as always, Chris. You too. Put a wrap on the show next, folks. Stick with me on The Blaze. The antidote to the Brian Williams press. The Chris Salcedo Show. The Blaze Radio Network. You're listening to the Latino conservative, Chris Salcedo, on the Blaze Radio Network.
for those who still seek to violate our laws and enter the country illegally, let me be very clear. Don't come. Please don't come. When you are caught, you will be detained, adjudicated, and deported. Attorney General uh, Jeff Sessions basically saying, hey, uh, illegal immigration is wrong. It's against our laws. Don't do it. And uh, guess what? We, we, uh, we're we're going to enforce those laws. <laughs> and then, by the way, back to the dreamer really quickly before we take a call here. Uh, there's no expectation that anybody who is in the country illegally can stay here. No expectation whatsoever. So if you're caught, they're not gonna they're not gonna go after you if you're a dreamer. But if you're caught, you know, doing something silly like leaving the country and trying to get back in, guess what? <laughs> Sorry, you lose. You lose. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three is the uh, the phone number. Scott in Massachusetts, thank you for calling. A minute and a half, but it's all yours, buddy. Chris, thank you. As usual, it's been about a month. My work hours changed, and it's very tough for me to get on. I understand. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that stinks. I love your show, and I love calling in once a week or so. It's been too long. Yeah, isn't it wild, you know? Uh, the, the left, they can't believe it. They're, they're all scratching their heads and tapping their foot, going, wow, we actually have a president and a cabinet that is enforcing laws. <laughs> it's a, I'm laughing because it's hysterical. It's common sense to me. Like I've told you before on the air, I self-identify as a common sense conservative. Right. So I've got liberal friends. I'm in blue Massachusetts, you can imagine. Who go, this is nuts, this is crazy, and I call them out. I use the Socratic method. I say, what's crazy? And they don't know what to say. They're like, well, what's this? I say, okay, are you aware of the law, the Constitution? And I'm going to switch gears real quick. I know I'm up against the clock, Chris. Real quick, I don't know which state, but did you hear they're now selling or giving out needles for heroin addicts? Oh, that's been tried all over the country. Yeah. Do you know what a joke that is? Well, that yeah. may be the best illustration that this country has given up on the fact that humankind is capable of great things. They're well, giving in to the weak, and I hate it. Well, but you know what? It, it sends so a signal. Ahead, you know, thank you so much for the call, man. You know what? It sends a signal that, well, it's just, just like the whole uh, the abortion contraception thing. Well, they're going to have sex no matter what, so you might as well abort the children. Crazy argument. All right, everybody, remember, a society's worth isn't measured by how much power is seized by its government, but rather how much power is reserved for we the people. Great weekend, everybody. See you back here on Monday for the Chris Salcedo Show. You're listening to the Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network.